0: So tell me, you a leader or a follower? Hmm? I'm, a I'm, a I'm a leader. Lead and be legendary presents.
1: All right, right back at it with another episode of Label Podcast presented by Lead and Be Legendary. I'm name tag Alexander. Special episode here. We got a reoccurring guest. Tell him who you are, man.
0: Peace, everybody. I'm Saint D'Angelo. What's going oh, on, sir?
1: Yes, sir. This is a special episode because we both. Um, were impacted by the events of this album that was released 20 years ago 20 years ago i feel old man just knowing this album came out 20 years ago the album we're talking about is slum villages i guess you would consider it their second official album release on their first major label um the album was titled trinity past present and future this album came out like i say it's 20 years ago august 13th 2002 and um it's interesting because, man, this was the first time as fans seen a group without Jay Dilla as a member. Am I right? He he contributed um, a couple beats on there. I don't have a track list in there, but I know he contributed a couple beats on there. I feel like it was Holes and um, Harmony, if I'm not mistaken. It
0: was it was about three or four. Know, you sure? Earlier, yeah.
1: I'd have to pull it up. And I, I don't want to trust Wikipedia, man, because you know how they can be when it comes to the um uh, wikipedia can be pretty weird like when it comes to just getting stuff wrong oh yeah yeah no, know you're right he had he had a uh, one he had holes and i i said harmony so I, I misquoted that uh not harmony it was one holes and let's i believe yeah let's was also produced by this so he had about three on there three solid tracks um, but he was no longer a member of the group during this time. Still technically a member, but just not as yo. Know, we're releasing albums, you know what I'm saying, together. But that was the first time people got the witness, like, damn, Dylan ain't in the group no more. Then on, on the flip side, you had Elzai added as a lyricist to the group at this time. Now, I did read, and I kind of, I, I don't remember like verbatim what people were saying, but I know people was kind of uneasy about Elzai being added at this time as a member to the group. But they accepted them in the end, it worked out, and then also another thing was this was their first, like I said earlier, major label release. Still, technically, they were indie major because Barack Records obviously is an independent label, but Capital Records, right? Um, singles from,
0: on, the, uh, on the platforms, but I wonder if that was one of the Capital subsidiaries.
1: That's that, what I'm thinking. I saw that too because I'm like, nah, I see because we were there, man. You know what I'm saying? We were, I'm like, nah, it was Capital. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So this is the funny thing right i know for sure that the capital deal came through with delhi because that was like like the first like recognizable major label you know that was interested in the work but priority i think was still you know i think they had like major distribution for like intents and purposes uh, of indie back then
1: do you recall what the both the singles were at the time? Because they only had like two singles that they pushed off of the album.
0: I remember Tainted. I remember I used to yeah. hear it you know, uh, every day on my way to driver's training. Man, August thirteenth is literally the day that I turned fourteen in nine months. Say so word. Birthday. <laughs> and so the soundtrack to you know between August and my birthday, was trying to figure out whether I liked It or not because it was really different from everything else that was on the radio yeah the thing that really pushed it over for me was finding out that they were from detroit and like realized oh, so
1: you didn't know I, at the time
0: i, I did it I'm, i was 14 i had lived in Saginaw for about a year and some change word during eighth grade and so when i came back it was everybody was like real heavy on because i came back for uh, for freshman year yeah so i read for uh, four years of high school and it was really about like the Cheddar Boys and the Street Lords, mm-hmm. so I didn't have any context or anything outside of that, and so I was still like wow. the people who was like still getting into music like on a personal level. Yeah, and then like you know, I think everybody go through that period where you really don't know shit about your hometown, so you would be like, yeah, man, I'm about to move to New York or you know wherever you feel like it's yeah. just that, that that's gonna kind of vibe with you, and so like that was really like the seed that was planted for me to uh to to experience like independent music culture in Detroit. It's just like first of all, even being aware to to know that it exists on the level that, you know, that I was interested in and then come to find yeah. out that I was like really inspiring the people that I thought I was going to New York or wherever I was going to go to be exactly.
1: Like- that's just it's so full circle too because you ended up interning at Barack record see when you said I'm thinking like you knew was familiar and everything so that's just crazy I mean, like
0: it started with that I was really like,
1: it's, oh shit
0: there's some shit popping in, in my hometown and by the, by the time
1: you think you yeah, know I mean, the homies, I learned something new yeah. I
0: <laughs> like I didn't I, know I was you know I was super churchy so I didn't really have any yeah. to like any t- any type of culture or entertainment outside of somebody's sanctuary except for like the radio and like cable right and so when i started being able to put two and two together i was like you know i was starting to 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 think of myself as like a performance poet and a songwriter and shit and every everybody on vh1 was like i got my start dude just getting into the industry however i can so i was like yeah and i I hunted that shit down (laughs)
1: that is interesting man like that had that impact on you like that because like how you said you was listening to like tainted like you said this was like months before your birthday so like this was like the soundtrack you sitting with this album you sitting with this single and for me man because you i mean people that know me they know my connection to this album obviously at the time this was like the launch pad the the further launch pad for black milk and at the time like tainted was like just seeing like yo he didn't even produce tainted I, I believe what was it who produced it was that Kareem was that Kareem Riggins that produced it
0: I'm gonna tell you right now I'm yeah. not this trivia because like I said Kareem I,
1: also- I got the track yeah. list up just in case because as long as I as many years as I said with this album it's, it's difficult I, I know the joints that Black produce and I'm familiar with what Dillard produced but outside of that it gets a little blurry for me but Mm-hmm. man it was like like tanning was just like knowing that they had the single out it's like yo they signed to a major label this because fantastic going to everybody that's a classic you know what i'm saying standalone classic but just at this time it was like yo they about to be on a major like whoa so then and then at the time like i'm still in this came out summer after my sophomore year at cast so like coming back during my time with my sophomore year i land the the uh the feature as a part of 10 speed and brown showing dirty district one so i'm telling cats in school about that man they don't care about that shit they like nigga like how you said people are only at this time the people i'm with at school they're familiar with the the cheddar boys they're familiar so you mentioned this song visual like who man what you know what i'm saying they're not as familiar but people that 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 are in my circle have an idea they know so it mattered to them so i'm excited to tell them no i'm telling y'all dog. i'm featured on his mixtape it's out. It's in stores. You can get it. Like, what are your name? No, I'm in a group. It's a group. You don't get it. So, but then Tainted comes out as the single, and at this time, it's already solidified that that Milk has produced on the album. What made it so dope? He he produced uh what is this, and he also produced uh the the title track Trinity, right? So, I remember like knowing that he landed that placement. It was so crazy because what is this was originally a um a 10 speed and brown shoe track. Him, it was him i shout out to uh naps that was on there and the beat didn't sound exactly as it sounds on the album because of sample clearances or whatever right so it was a little bit tweak it actually have i i feel like did they have samaya singing over the sample i i forget but anyway so for me the album impacted me in a way where it was a launch pad like i was talking about this earlier off air we were saying like it was kind of like a launch pad for um, it was a launch pad it was a further launch pad for Elzai because he always he already got busy on welcome to detroit the dilla uh solo he had already got busy on dirty district too he had already had I feel like he had a solo ep at some point or out of focus might have came later I'm not sure somebody would have to correct me on that if I'm wrong but um uh, it was just a launch pad man it was a launch pad for milk and and in some way I wonder did dilla know this like yo if i leave it might It could potentially be for the better because now I'm doing my thing. I get to work and build more with other artists. Boom. I'm familiar. I know who Black Milk is. I know what he got. I'm familiar with. I mean, obviously, he's watched Young RJ grow up. You know what I'm saying? So I wonder, in some sense, did he just know like him departing from the group was going to be beneficial in a way? You know what I'm saying? To where it was going to just
0: allow people to. I'm sorry.
1: no, go ahead, go ahead. Cause that, I'm I'm just winded with it, but you get what I'm saying. Like, was he aware?
0: I think that he was aware that he that what he wanted to do or what he had to offer was bigger than like being a founding member of the group and maintaining yeah. that. and and it's like the same thing you do with uh with anything else. And so like I know like even at work or with your place of toil or whatever, and like even with the things that I do, like anytime I wanna promote myself to be the next thing that you know my professional life needs i found somebody to transfer the other skills to mm. so that i'm um, you know putting positive energy back into the workforce but also uh so that you know my works is starting to carry a signature that you know that other people can pattern themselves after yeah and so i think that that's really important to anybody once they actually do the thing that they that they want to do
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then they start thinking about the other things and so i think i relate to that idea for dilla right now because that's kind of a spot that i'm in but interesting
1: that makes sense though and i just was thinking about that because i'm like damn like once that happened everything and it wasn't like how it is today where you could just put a, a a project out on the platforms within weeks or 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 days for that matter you know what i'm saying this was like you got to go through the getting it the cd distributed and the label approving and shit samples being cleared who's featuring on what so it was like I just remember being there to witness that you know what I'm saying and just watching that trickle-down effect like damn boom we got dirty district the uh mixtape which was a launch pad for so many people at that time you had guilty Simpson that like I said I was a part of the crew 10 speed and brown shoe you had Marv one even was on I was looking at the tracklist and for like oh shit they was on this you know what I'm saying just forgetting
0: It's, uh, it's like a generational uh boundary yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like you get uh like a like a torch passing, like symbolically with the group, but yeah. also it means a lot of different things for the people who are coming up behind Slump, just like it means mm-hmm. for the people who is coming up behind D twelve, because yeah, it's really like a, a less than a year gap between or a little over a year gap between like Devil's Night, you're right, And, D- and so like I think that uh I think that the the culture and the environment at the time was saying uh and especially because like you know marshall mathers lp was still rocking too mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that that detroit was we thought we was gonna be where we are now back back then, then. yeah and that's kind of like a really visionary thing because we wasn't lying
1: yeah i'll even true, tell you this like- <laughs> i'll even tell you this that like because now at this point Cause I'm fast forwarding to obviously another album, but around Detroit Deli, you were there like to witness that. You know what I'm saying? So this was around the time we had Detroit Deli, you had Athletic Mike Lee, you see Eminem rocking with Shady Records at the time. So it's like all oh, this is going on. So you're right. Like I do remember like how Detroit is now, how people view Detroit. That's how we saw it back then. Like oh, we own. You know what I'm saying? Like and well, we were, and, and you know what I'm saying in a sense. It just was one particular
0: pocket. Twenty years too. So I so I think it takes ten years for an artist and mm. maybe it takes twenty years for a region to like reach mm. like their height, right? Mm-hmm. Because remember at the time we was like, Yeah, we need to be like Atlanta, 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 yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. Like, they we
1: connected, really they support each good. other. <laughs> and we really
0: thought that like division was like this really like symbolic boogeyman in Detroit. And yeah. it was true a, a little bit, but it was really mostly that you know that people like creating with who they like creating with and exactly once you once you figure that out you stop kind of looking at the other places it's too around. many of us man yeah. it's, it's almost
1: right. damn near impossible for every you know what i'm saying you have that respect like oh yeah that's i know him i'm familiar with them whatever but it's almost damn near impossible for everybody to connect and collaborate you know what i'm saying it's right. an impossible feat but now I
0: was that to say that uh, i think that uh I think that, you know, it probably took Atlanta like 20 years prior to that. Like, they probably got their shit, try, try, started trying to get their shit popping in the late 80s. Yeah, you know, on,
1: the entertainment on the low, on the low. I'm pretty sure there's a documentary for that out, out there somewhere. Now, the standout tracks on the project for me, mm-hmm. I want to say I had, I might have had, I had five, but I added, I went ahead and uh, included a sixth one. Um, I'm rolling with Taint It. I'm rolling with Taint It just because of the impact that it had just within that within the city at that time i'm rolling with lala lala was dope um holes <laughs> the beat for holes was just like different man uh star for sure star might be hands down my favorite track on here um so especially that l's verse, man that shit man um fall in love the um the fall in love outro though it's like interesting that they included that at the end of the prize it's not they're not even on there it's just the s band and samaya that's like one of my favorite tracks and the title track trinity that made it in at my six and what what standout tracks did you have on there
0: uh you touched on a lot of mine right so i think i had let's see uh ultimate is one of those things right so i always say Mm. that that detroit rappers like no matter what genre they fall into they all rap like they like took ap english yeah so, <laughs> like, ultimate i was like is that a play on like like ultimate like like the the ultimate i didn't or, think about that or 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 is it something else so there's like a couple of different ways that you could could vibe that out if uh if while you're listening but same thing with hoes, right? Like I think yeah. that's one of them like uh one of them things that's like that beat for hoes straight. is
1: so dope man. Yeah
0: the beat is super dope, right? But the fact that they all took a different approach to the verse, yeah. Describe or to define hoes and it was still rooted in like some real Detroit shit. Like one yeah. of the things one of the things you're gonna hear is where the hoes at, right? Yeah yeah. You know, fuck with uh <laughs> you supposed to, like like niggas will correct you by pointing you in the direction of the hoes, like this is what you doing. <laughs> but at the same time, the last thing you want to be called is a whole ass nigga. That's true. And so, like, they covered the the spectrum.
1: <laughs> Literally, yeah. I thought that was a dope take that three did on that. Like, like you said, just breaking it down with from the you know, the hoes gonna be hoes perspective. And then he came with that last verse, like, oh yeah, some niggas is hoes so today. Like he like, oh just just in case you ain't think about this, uh-huh. let me let you know.
0: And yeah. then, uh, like yeah, Tanya obviously yeah, because like, that that's what like that's a lot of people like origination point. I had never heard of some village I
1: always from. thought it was so dope. How by ten like just went a completely different route, but like you say, it still was on topic. <laughs> you know, what so, I'm like, so I think
0: the, that's the thing that I like about most about ten verses is that like so you could tell that these guys was like real spiritual and scientific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that was kind of the the moment at the time, right? But uh, but like it was like more pronounced for Batian because whatever he was reading and studying was coming out in a uh, in a really uh, educational way. Yeah, but that you didn't mind it because it was actually wasn't education. He was actually just spitting like you knew what he was talking about, mm-hmm. and you did like, what you didn't know you know where he was coming from except for that he was relating to you.
1: Rest in peace, too, man. Legend. Bhatia was gonna use on weird turban, as you see on that, on that, on that cover art. I was but looking on, at that, but he had the yays on.
0: He had the yays Bro, on. <laughs> I was, I was, I was looking at the covers today, right? And I was like, damn, like batino inspired me to. Hey, and, man, to listen, that. hey, we be super, super for real about it, right? Because, because also, I think that that we coming up on the anniversary of his passing. Yes, I think yeah. that might be tomorrow. So. Yeah, i
1: oh, was it? damn i'm trying to think i would have to look it up or ask around but yeah you're right you're right
0: but uh definitely definitely look to him as somebody who was like spiritually grounded and they really made space for him to be like really live and take a lot of like cross a lot of boundaries that uh Mm -hmm. like people normally wouldn't if they if they didn't identify that way
1: all them crystals and chakras, yeah, man. All that's, that's the yeah. spirituals, Instagram pages. That was by 10. <laughs> he said, I see you over there doing
0: top bow, like, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 like, <laughs> staring at like, you, doing A lot, of that <laughs> a lot of game
0: that you could ever get from mm-hmm. a rap song.
1: like tan, like talking about tantra sex in a rhyme, dog. Like, who does <laughs> that? It made it dope, though, too. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yep. And so, like, and, and so like, that's that's another like super Detroitism that come across like just cutting into you real smooth. But that's like, a fact.
1: Yeah. And that's even mentioned. Well, I don't know if you're gonna. Well, I'm gonna wait to see if you mention it, but if not, I'm gonna bring it up. What? <laughs> well, no, keep going because you, you, well, so, you said I, taint I, it, so, well, oh, you said told, Well
0: you, you told you told me to pick three, so I was just shouting out taint it. But uh, "Fall in Love" was definitely the the, uh, the other one, but "Fall in Love" I think got a, a, a different. Nostalgic quality for me because I always think about the the sweet from my Duke's version, mm-hmm. uh from the Miguel Atwood joint, and and also full disclosure, right? This almost embarrassing because I used to work for these guys, but mm-hmm. in my mind, "Fall in Love" was on Volume Two. Well, <laughs>
1: no, you're right though. No, you're right. It
0: was, but I just went back and checked the track list and this is the thing about like music in the streaming age right
1: They got, now listen before you like, say they have so many re they have like more than one version of this they have the one that's on trinity which mm-hmm. was later mm-hmm. fall in love um see there's a look of love and there's fall in love mm-hmm. there's a fall in love on volume two there's a fall in love which is a bonus track on volume two which they originally had as a lux commercial it was around like christmas time 2000 i, I want to say which is fire um and then also um the, it's another one I feel like Look of Love might have the most remixes I know for sure because I always get confused like it's about at least four Look of Love maybe three at minimum but I feel like I've heard four Look of Love remixes but so you're, you're not wrong with that it was on uh, volume two
0: yeah it was it was tripping me out earlier though because so like even the release date on the streaming platforms they say it came out January 1st 2002 mm-hmm. but I'm like I know that I was being impacted by selfish, the fall I went to yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. my sophomore year of high school, which was fall two thousand two, and I, it makes and it sound like a realistic thing, right? Because back then, an album could come out and the single would not make impact until like a year later. That
1: single floated that long because I know it, the Detroit Deli dropped in 04. like summer Detroit, 04.
0: Detroit Deli dropped in summer 04. and uh but by that time they had enough time to kind of like roll the success into a deal and then yeah
1: yeah yeah uh, i'm I'm thinking of today's time
0: yeah
1: yeah like
0: it was really uh like like a holistic scene being built but like you know that should be weird when you when you first building it out
1: man that's crazy because you're right yeah because trinity drops august oh two so going into oh two yeah because yeah, my lever year.
0: Nothing to like to you, you could predict uh, a, a artist coming out with an album like every two years. Like, yeah, came out with an album two years ago. You're like, okay, it's, they probably about to come out with something new. Then you start seeing them on TV and shit. And they, you know, got weird ass movie features and bit parts and stuff. And they got features on people's Fact. songs. And stuff like, but that's not, that's not something that an indie act would have had like access to mm-hmm. at their level. And so I think that's how you can go two years, you know, building uh like a yeah yeah for a major a major label release. And then you know, like even back then, you know, they had a major label, you know, release, but how many people got shelved? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so compared exactly. To, you know, they
1: especially album. back then, man. Especially back then. Until they were then. fortunate, you that know what I'm saying, exactly. to be able to Yeah man. Damn, I didn't even think about that yet. Because I know my senior year, I remember going to homecoming, and around that time, I feel like either Detroit Deli was about wrapped up. I know for a fact, don't I know for a fact, Detroit, uh, not Detroit Deli, but Dirty District Two had been out. Um, because I remember I was I was excited for the fact that I was on there um
0: you would have been graduating because oh that was the summer before my senior year yeah like, oh, so
1: detroit deli was getting wrapped up they were still in the mid i think it was might have been a couple samples they was probably trying to clear because the um the odb the old dirty song i, I want to i feel like that's called keep it dirty but i know that's it was a completely different beat for that completely me and my, my homie talk about it all the time like man remember we because we i remember we were at the studio when we heard the original one like, oh this shit is hard but it couldn't it was like a um the beat was a flip to um it was a flip to uh this uh what's the name of the song uh you can get with this or you can get with that by black sheep and i don't think the sample got cleared so they had to use a whole different beat and lace it around or whatever it, it wasn't even like the actual beat it was just like that oh uh, come on it was that in there and they i don't think they could get that cleared or something and it might have been something else to party the beat that they couldn't get clear, but anyway, they ended up lacing a whole another beat around the ODB joint
0: mm-hmm. so it was like,
1: damn man, I remember by the time we heard the album we're like this is the one they use oh man it's like the one we, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, you're right, man that's crazy that's yeah man
0: because they uh so like the I remember that album came out like the first week first two weeks in the June because the uh super Tuesday. The, yeah. that, they came out with, with like the the three albums from Fat Cat and AML and
1: uh I knew who was gonna do this dishes. I knew like I knew like I knew who was gonna lean into Detroit Deli somehow that yeah. might have to be another
0: episode that's a no, yeah, that's, of that's, shit that's, totally like, that all right but like I, but, it, but in terms of of like from Trinity to Detroit Deli you see like you know the emergence of yeah. gonna yes you know, like the origins yeah. of that started with trinity and you see mm-hmm. it was Rash a pack. high in a certain space on trinity that you know creates the environment for him to be known yeah, it was, like, it was, was just like this like in the group but also in the community
1: yep because it was like, just like before we just knew i remember it was a thing like hearing them just on, on the mixtapes or the compilation like you hear maybe like one song or one verse like man how would he sound if we heard more you know what i'm saying then trinity gave us that and who are y'all to this day, man? He's a legend. He's on a lot of people. Like I hear other artists be like, man, you cat from Detroit, man. Elzy, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he's mentioned, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, this album was the lunch pad, man. A it lot was- of careers popped even further based off this album.
0: It got me. It got me 20 years in. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It that's a be, fact. It would be a super 100 about it.
1: Should have got me 20 years plus in. You know what I'm saying? That was that it took for just the simple fact that. It's just funny like i didn't think about it until i was listening to the album like damn I, I don't even think i had this conversation with black like damn man i think what it was seeing you we are we always believed and saw the vision you know what i'm saying but it's just like seeing him land that placement like oh your solo beat you got two of them on the album and then the fact that he landed the title track and then you just saw just the trajectory from there just kept going kept going it was like damn that that was inspiring it was like, like I said, that was a launchpad for him, which in turn became a launchpad for me, and it was just a launchpad for like everybody, man. It was, it's pretty dope.
0: I think that's the really interesting thing to come out of it, right? Because I think probably back then, you know, we always like, yeah, man, we're gonna be the next whoever we was fucking with at the time. So mm-hmm. like IA, for instance, or you know, how I thought I was gonna move to the Marcy Projects after my senior year of high school and just figure it out. And that was the thing that I was going to do. But, you know, Slow Village made sure I didn't have to do that. It was like, you know, no, there's a whole indie label right here that services, you know, not just even the people that are signed to it. Because mm-hmm. I remember meeting a little bit of everybody at Barat, And, like, it's really funny to talk about it. Because the older you get, the more you realize, man, like, interns is lame as fuck. Like, nobody, nah. nobody <laughs> dare to fuck with the intern. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it gives you an opportunity to watch a lot of shit and learn. And so, like, even thinking about, uh, about how I got into marketing, even, is by hearing somebody at the office trying to pitch uh do you from detroit delhi oh wow uh, man To a mountain Dew, <laughs> you know what that's I
1: mean? right and so, sing license damn that's crazy like,
0: that's, <laughs> uh, that's something that started out out of barack you know somebody having you know staff and man
1: we so old young
0: who's like, <laughs> like yeah let's look was, let's get some sync licensing going. Let's, you know, and they, and they called it, it was, I think it was mainly called music supervision at the time.
1: It's still the same thing. Yeah, yeah. same thing. They still call it that.
0: Mm-hmm. But, but I, I don't think I had ever heard it called sync until like maybe like five years ago.
1: Word. But, man, we old, young, man. That's crazy just having that experience at such a young age. It is. Yep.
0: So that's one of the, uh, but that's also the real cool thing about being young It's like, you know, you really do end up being you know like who you were before you got yeah. us on the low
1: <laughs> man because everything that's like it happened now like all that stuff was the foundation then i remember just even knowing in um as a senior in high school like just by looking at the credits i think it was young rj's uh publishing uh name and i want to say elzise too elzise was like uh Ziffy or so It was something with a Z and I forget RJ's but I remember seeing it all the time in the credits and I was just be reading the credits like what's that like publishing I remember asking my brother and he was telling I'm me what Astra. it was yeah Niastra that's what it was. I'm like Niastra Music and they're like oh that's RJ's publishing or whatever and I was just like mm, okay so I started looking more into that in high school and from there I was like give me one. they not even knowing what I'm doing what to do. I just had the $50 saved up and was like I'm going to give me a publishing entity and it paid off Today. you know what
0: i'm saying like it's crazy little yeah. shit like
1: that i never told rj that man I, I, he probably i mean that's corny but whatever
0: <laughs> I mean, you know but you that's and that's the that's the funny thing too right because it's really hard being a, a, a young man that's inspired and like trying to live from that inspiration yeah because like that's that's not shit that we'd be open about like you know, yeah man uh being open to being influenced
1: that's a fact
0: but, you know that's not that's that like go against being your own person man which
1: is what we what we, talk, we covered a lot of ground man in, in, in record time man, as I expected but uh, listen y'all 20 years second album not technically the second but we're not gonna go that in-depth we talking about second as far as like official you know label release major label release for the most part uh Slum Village Trinity rest in peace by 10 rest in peace Jay Dilla shout out to Elzai shout out to T3 you know what I'm saying? Like this was the launching, this is the launch pad album. It did it, man. So, yeah. Shout out to you, a lot right, of
0: folks. 3 been holding it
1: down. man. Yes, in fact, out here touring uh, like crazy.
0: Man, doing thing. But yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to them.
1: But yeah, man. Tell the people where they can find you at, man. On the on the socials. Uh,
0: Saint D'Angelo's. That's S A I N T. And then it'll pop up from there. <laughs> okay, so I
1: saw, I saw another one out there. I saw another saint, man.
0: De Angelis is spelled D E A N G E L U S. It's all one word. I'm sure tag will put the. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I got you.
0: Description for y'all, but also uh, subscribe to my website TucsonGardens.com. dot Uh, got a That's what you gotta spell for them. right? <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the link in the bio on Instagram. yeah I'm gonna drop it in there too Perfect. I'm gonna drop it in the description too but, but the, it's T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T gardens.com and right now I am building a creative directory for creative professionals in Detroit who are trying to make sure they uh, they pursue all the networking avenues that's available to them but Tucson yes, Gardens is a, a is an experiential design company and a digital publication so we'll be dropping our first issue before the end of the year and we'll be releasing the project from jr got the hits. called
1: hey let's get it shout out to junior gotta have him on man it's a it's long overdue i'm gonna have him on he here i'm gonna have you on because i know you gonna listen right. hey yo check this out y'all know how i do nowadays man i'm not I ain't promoting no social media because if you want to find me, you're going to type name tag Alexander and you it'll pop up on um, my social media pages. But for the most part, follow me on these music streaming services. Follow me there. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Deezer, Tidal, all that. And leading and be legend dot. Uh, I was about to fuck it up. Lead and be legendary dot net is the website. That's where we are with it, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Label podcast, and we out. Hey, 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 and I'm so gone. You ain't on my all my live, I live, and I'm so gone. La, da, 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 da. Hey, 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 I'm so gone. You ain't on mine, all my live, I live, and I'm so gone. La, da, You